Hello. Welcome to this podcast called Finding Inspiration. It's a 20 or so minute weekly podcast where we interview someone with an amazing story. After the show, I know you're going to feel energized, invigorated, and inspired. I'm Jennifer Weissman. Welcome to Finding Inspiration. Today's episode is about surfing. Yes, surfing can be inspirational. That is exactly where my next guest comes into this conversation, Arthur Rashkovin. He's the co-founder of Surfing for Peace. Their mission is to build bonds and friendship between Arab and Jew through the mutual love and sport of surfing. In 2005, Israel left Gaza. And in 2007, Surfing for Peace made its first delivery of surfboards into Gaza. Take a listen. The dream is just to connect a group of surfers that are considered to be enemies and go surf together. Of course, I'm not going to bring peace, but I did bring peace to our little micro world for one second. We've done so many amazing projects, like surf trips in, with mixed populations from Gaza, from, from Lebanon, Tunisia, from Algeria, Moroccans and Israeli surfers all together. Arthur, give me a little headline on your co-founder for Surfing for Peace, Doc Paskowitz. Doc, he's from the old times. He's one of those special people. He had a vision and when he gave the first board to Abdallah, he said, in 1956, I gave the first board to the Jews and now I'm giving him to the Arabs. You're going to be the father of Arab surfing. He was a true visionary, but he, his idea was just to create a stronger bond. If I think of surfing, I immediately think of of Hawaii. How did Tel Aviv become the epicenter in the Middle East? Mid-80s, let's say mid-late 80s in Tel Aviv were, I would say, the opening of uh, influences from uh, America. You know, the video came in, color TV, more than two channels, the first videos, magazines, American influence. It's right at the same time in, in California, I think the surf fad and, and trend kind of blew up first time. Southern California surf and skate lifestyle with the music and the clothing and that whole special language that goes with that. We had that same kind of lifestyle exactly where we live in Hilton Beach. Surfing, skateboarding, fashion, it all went together, deriving a lot of influences from California, but the lifestyle was the same. World Championship Surf contest in 1984 right here at Hilton Beach, Jennifer. We had a lot of very interesting influences, very early age of the Israeli surf scene. The seas were planted in a very early stage in Tel Aviv, which is a very interesting place back then. It was, I would say, very primitive comparing to what we have today. Arthur, before we get into surfing for peace, let's just talk for a minute about your co-founder, Dorian Doc Paskowitz, American surfer and a physician who gave up practicing medicine to become a professional surfer. And he had deep bond with Israel. How did that all come to be? Dorian Paskowitz came to Israel in uh, 1956 from uh, California and he brought the first surfboards with him. Doc actually came to join the army but he ended up just surfing Frischman Beach and becoming Israel's first surfer. He left his first boards there to the local lifeguards and since then he really fell in love with the city and the lifestyle and he kept sending boards to the local surfers. Pretty much nurtured the scene throughout his life till his last day. The epicenter of surfing in Israel till today everything started, you know, pro surfing, skateboarding, contests, you know, fashion, everything started. The whole, this whole lifestyle in Israel. And I'm very fortunate to grow up in this area and experience this as a childhood. My neighbors were surfers. My brother was, was a surfer. It all came very natural to me, like a kid in California. Early 2000s, when I was the Israeli Surfing Association manager, Doc kept coming back to Israel. And before I went to my army service, I went on a big trip to California. It was my dream to go and check out all the 
the spots, you know, everything I read about in the magazines and the video and all that. And I was also working at Doc's uh, surf camp. In, it's in San Onofre, California, July and August 1997. So this is the first time I uh, actually met Doc in person. To be a kid and grow up with a Pasquitz name in Israel, it's uh, in, in Tel Aviv, I mean, and, and Hilton Beach, Pasquitz is a part of the legacy of surf. So I grew up with the name Pasquitz. And luckily then I had sponsors that were connected to his son, Jonathan, and they helped me fly to his surf camp and work there for a while. And I met Doc in person finally. That's 1997. I met him. I spent a lot of time with him many mornings. I'm going fast forward six years after when I was already after my army service and I was uh, working at the Israeli Surfing Association. Doc came to visit. Then he wanted me to introduce him to an Arab surfer. So I told him, okay, it's pretty easy. I, I know a few guys who surf in, uh, in Jaffa and I'll go and introduce you to them. Naturally, with Doc's love and uh, kind of nurturing support to his Israeli surfing scene, my job was the Israeli surfing association manager we found ourselves hanging together 24 hours a day and just working on just promoting the scene and the sport and just creating things that are all surfing the idea of uh surfing for peace was conceived when i introduced him to uh, a friend of mine named abdallah seri doc he's from the old times he's one of those special people he had a vision and when he gave the first board to abdallah he said in 1956 i gave the first board to the jews and now i'm giving him to the arabs you're gonna be the father of arab surfing he was a true visionary but he, his idea was just to create a stronger bond based on the mutual passion for surfing and he had this sentence saying uh, God will surf with the devil the waves are good <laughs> so the idea of surfing for peace was born how'd you roll it out the first move we did delivered 14 boards in, at Erez Crossing in Gaza in 2007 that's where we, it took on like a faster kind of pace that little action that we did was spread worldwide about Israeli surfers passing boards through the crossing into Gaza and later on in October 2007 Doc uh, has invited Kelly Slater and you of course know the name to do a big musical benefit for surfing for Peace. It was Kelly Slater and a Jewish uh, big wave world surf champion called Makua Rothman from Hawaii. We did a big musical benefit in 2007. And since then, we just, I remember Doc, you know, we had big dreams back then. Not big, I, I, I don't want to say big dreams, but we already started doing plans. Like, are we going to found this organization? We're going to be members, we need funding. And we started thinking seriously how to move this forward. But I have to say that all these actions that we did really gave birth to such great interest in what we do here in Israel and had so many people interested in sending ideas and support and then we've done so many amazing projects like surf trips and with mixed populations from Gaza from from Lebanon Tunisia from Algeria Moroccans and Israeli surfers all together in France in Brazil in Morocco Paris it's kind of a way to give back first of all to surfing for just for the basic reason for what it gave me just giving back kind of thing growing up in this such a troubled area this kind of way of, of, of showing people that are considered to be my enemies sending them surfboards you know i remember that day when i got back from uh, from the Erez crossing in gaza i got back and i truly felt victorious i can't find another word this is also another kind of uh, interesting example of how complicated this uh, reality is when i got back people were like so what do you think you're going to change the world now you're going to bring peace out of course i'm not going to bring peace but i did bring peace to our little micro world for one second. To me, it felt immense. 
so many different populations of Arabs and Muslims and Christians living within Israel. There's one very special surf spot called Jisr Azarka. It's a very poor fishing village. I've been surfing there for many years and there was always a little crew of local surfers there. And there was an idea that came about with a lo- local NGO that wanted to promote surfing in Jisr. So I, they came to me and I suggested, why not, first of all, give them a little crash course on how to teach surfing to their kids. Connected them with the Topsy Surf School in Tel Aviv. They gave them like a full day course on how to teach the kids. We donated them a few softboards and, and equipment. And since then, it's just a very strong friendship with Muhammad, with supporting him with, with everything he needs. Anytime he needs anything, you know, I, I get it for him. For this specific area, I don't think they're interested in being a part of any other government rather than Israel because they understand the difference. They understand what it is to live under Israeli regime. They see how people live in Gaza or in other places. He lives in a democratic country. My dream is to go on another surf trip with a mixed population of surfers and keep flowing with this kind of message, just going surfing together. The dream is just to connect a group of surfers that are considered to be enemies and go surf together. Very simple. It's not, I, I don't think there's much more than that, but there's so much more than that. You know what I mean? I will never have believed that you would tell me today that I'm going to know surfers from Tunisia, Algeria, Morocco, Gaza. I have a lot of friends in Lebanon. It's hard to be in touch with them. I have friends in Egypt that fled to Canada after the mess they had there, you know, with the Arab Spring and everything. So Arthur, your story is incredible. Surfing for peace proves through the love of something as simple as surfing can create bonds between human beings and maybe even for a moment, as you say, transcend the long-standing conflict between Arab and Jew. Thank you so much, Arthur. Pleasure, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on Finding Inspiration. Hey, I would appreciate it if you would click on that subscribe button and share this podcast with a friend. See you next week. I'm Jennifer Weissman.